Good morning and welcome to Worship at Home on the second Sunday of Easter. Home for us is in Wakefield where I serve at the Cathedral. My name is Leah Vesey Saunders and today you will see my whole family participate in leading this service of the word. From youngest to oldest they are Miriam, Elias, Jude and Reuben, our children, and then my husband Mark who is also ordained and on staff at St Hild College, Yorkshire. We've reflected together on the gospel reading set for the second Sunday of Easter, or as we might call it, Low Sunday. In our reading, the disciples gathered together in fear behind locked doors and each in their own way struggled to comprehend the news of the resurrection. They had just been through a traumatic experience and they had seen their friend and teacher arrested, tortured and crucified. And even though he had taught them about the resurrection, they still struggled. And of course, we might refer to Thomas as a late adopter. In the midst of that fearful gathering, behind locked doors, the reality of the resurrection broke into their lives as they encountered Jesus. As we gather in our homes, whether in Wakefield or elsewhere, and however we're feeling today on day 27 of lockdown, we pray that just like those first disciples, we would meet with Jesus as we worship together this morning. So we begin by singing together our first hymn, Love's Redeeming Work is Done. Indeed. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. Jesus Christ, risen Master and triumphant Lord, we come to you in sorrow for our sins and confess to you our weakness and unbelief. We have lived by our own strength and not by the power of your resurrection. In your mercy, forgive us. Lord, hear us and help us. We have lived by the light of our own eyes as faithless and not believing. In your mercy, forgive us. Lord, hear us and help us. We have lived for this world alone and doubted our home in heaven. In your mercy, forgive us. Lord, hear us and help us. May the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins heal and strengthen you by his spirit and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Open the mine eyes and I shall see
A reading from the Gospel of John. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, my ha and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. For the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. In most of the churches that I've served in, there haven't always been children's groups, and there certainly aren't any children's groups happening at the moment. So one of the things that I've often done is thought of a challenge, something that the children can do during the sermon slots or something that they can take home and do throughout the week and then bring back and show to everybody the following week. Now we're tending to think about being shut in our homes at the moment and not being able to go to God's home or to go to church, the place where we would expect to meet with God. But what if like in this story, God was suddenly here in our home? Would it look different? Would we do things differently? Where might Jesus be in your home? So I decided this week that I would encourage the children to make paper models of Jesus. Miriam's hiding behind hers now. And then to ask them uh, if they could rise to the challenge of surprising us with those little models of Jesus by making Jesus appear in the most unexpected and funny places in our home throughout the week. We'll see what happens and perhaps I'll share some photographs on Twitter. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I wonder what sort of Easter you've had this year. Certainly a very different Easter to any you've ever had before. For many of us, this Easter has been an Easter full of worry, uncertainty and fear. I've spent much of the last two weeks keeping watch at home with a member of our congregation in intensive care on a ventilator, with no certainties about what the next day or even the next hour might bring. Easter is supposed to be a celebration of resurrection joy. But many of us have felt that we're still waiting for the celebration to start. When do we get to the joy of Easter? When we still feel 
like we're living in the shadow of the cross. I wonder if Thomas was feeling a bit like that too. He seems to arrive late to Easter when the rest of the disciples have already started to celebrate. I don't think that Thomas is some sort of sceptic with intellectual doubts. He's someone who has been through deeply traumatic events that he's still trying to work through. He's seen his master betrayed, tortured and executed. He's seen all the hopes and dreams he's nurtured over the last three years torn apart. He's gone from feeling like the revolution is about to happen to wondering if the next knock on the door will be the temple police trying to drag him away. It's no wonder that the, his response to the stories of resurrection is scornfully dismissive. Thomas's heart can't cope with that level of hope right now. It's full of grief, guilt, fear and regret about what has happened and his role in it. All the things he didn't do when he could, all the decisions he's made that he's now left second guessing. In some ways, we're all of us, all of us going through an experience that is traumatic. Many of us are coping with fears for our own future, regrets about past choices that we have no choice but to live with, grief for a normal life that now seems impossible to return to, and probably guilt that we haven't managed to be the stronger, kinder, more capable people we thought we were. Perhaps right now we can empathise with where Thomas was when the risen Jesus came to find him. Because Jesus did come to find him. If you don't remember anything else from this story, remember that. Jesus came to find Thomas when he was lost and doubtful and traumatised. When he was so afraid that he was getting angry with the people trying to give him hope. There was no need for Jesus to be there. The resurrection had already been revealed to Mary and the other disciples. We might think that one angry, sceptical man didn't necessarily warrant his own resurrection appearance. Jesus thought otherwise. Because Thomas mattered to Jesus. Because all the Thomases matter. None of Thomas's doubts or failures or fears or insecurities made him someone that Jesus wouldn't be there for, that Jesus couldn't love. And that's still true today for all of us who feel overwhelmed by our own fears and failings. It doesn't matter how overwhelmed or guilty we are, Jesus still comes to find us. How does Jesus meet us? How did he meet Thomas and the other disciples? There was one thing that he kept saying to them. He says it three times in our reading. Peace be with you. He keeps saying it until the disciples can take in what he's saying. On the one level, it was just a normal conventional greeting that people would give to each other when they met. But clearly there's more to it than that, or why make a point of repeating it? Perhaps the point is that peace was not what any of them were feeling. Peace felt like something from back before Monday Thursday, back before the world changed, back when things were normal. I wonder if that's where many, many of us find ourselves now. We yearn for the Easter of last year, the normal Easter, a service in church, a holiday, time spent with extended family. 
the things that now seem impossible. But Easter was never supposed to be a season for carrying on as normal. Easter is always about glimpsing how things could be different. Jesus wants more for us than a return to the normality of yesterday. Jesus wants us to step into the opportunity of a different tomorrow. There is something profoundly creative about the brokenness of where we find ourselves right now, as individuals, as a church, as a nation and as a world. The realisation that normality is impossible. The realisation that we are not the people that we thought we were and that the society we live in is far more unjust than we'd ever allowed ourselves to notice. The realisation that the dreams we were nurturing would never be fulfilled, in part because fulfilling them would damage our planet or other people. It's scary. It leaves us all feeling vulnerable. But it also leaves us able to imagine something different. And it's why we need peace. Not to lull us back into a comfortable nostalgia for the way things were but to allow us to step into the way things could be. Because things could be better than they were. We could be better than we were. The risen Christ comes to call us into that better future, to call us to be the people we should be, not the people we had let ourselves get used to being. When Jesus comes to find the disciples and he meets this bunch of scared, doubting, guilty and angry people, his words to them are, peace be with you. And then he breathes his spirit on them. Jesus comforts, inspires and empowers his church to be a people who in the light of the resurrection change the world. He does this, meeting them where they are, in the shadow of the cross, behind closed doors, in their homes. From there, the resurrection changes everything. From here, the resurrection changes everything. Peace be with you. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, risen from death, we praise you for changed lives and new hopes at Easter. You come to Mary in the garden and turn her tears into joy. We, we praise your holy name. You come to the disciples in the upper room and turn their fear into courage. We, we praise your holy name. You come to the disciples by the lakeside and turn their failure into faith. We, we praise your holy name. You come to the disciples on the Emmaus road and turn their despair into hope. We, we praise your holy name. You come to your people now and turn our weakness into triumph. We, we praise your holy name.
declare our faith in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ, Christ died, died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. He was buried. He was raised to life on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Afterwards, he appeared to his followers and to all the apostles. This we have received and this we believe. Amen. The Ignatian examen is a way of praying that has been practised for centuries. Ignatius, one of the early church leaders, suggested the examen as a way of reflecting on your day and growing closer to God. Many people do this individually uh, and in silence, but we're going to do it here this morning as a family out loud. We've structured this more than we would do when we're sat around the supper table at the end of the day. Not everyone uh, has something to say there and then when we do this, but these holy conversations and prayers often come back as we say goodnight at the end of the evening. We invite you to consider your own answers to the questions that I will ask Miriam, Elias, Jude, Reuben and Mark. And to respond to the prayer at the end of each section, when I say the words, Risen Lord, please respond. Hear our prayer. Risen Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. So what has been good about the last week? What has brought you joy in the last week? We're kind of coming out of lockdown. Yeah, that's given us hope, I think, because we can see other countries, you know, coming out of lockdown for what it might look like when we come out of lockdown. Uh, knowing that the people we care about that might have this virus are getting better. Yeah. Keeping in contact with friends. Keeping in contact. I think sort of seeing some of the things we've seen on kind of um, Facebook and, and sort of social media stuff about kind of uh, Christians, people got in different places, just finding different ways of worshiping, um, finding all sorts of ways of, of serving people around them. Let us pray. God of the resurrection, we thank you that you bring hope, joy and life from even the darkest of situations. Thank you for being with us in our joy. We thank you for the hope and joy we have found in our home, in the church and in the world this week. Risen Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. So what has been difficult in the last week? What's made you sad? Being stuck inside lots, not being able to go outside very much. Yeah. Uh, having to do school at home. It's been particularly difficult when we've got everyone trying to get on yeah. the internet at the same time. I think seeing some of the, the kind of the difficulties that um, the NHS and doctors and nurses are, are operating under, um, some of the strain that's, that's happening there has been difficult. Let us pray. God of the resurrection, we thank you that you journey through the depths of despair and death. Thank you for being with us in our sorrow. 
We pray to you for all of those times and places where we and others have felt lost, alone, sad, poorly, frustrated and tired. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. So where did you feel close to God in this last week? When we were singing the worship songs together as a family. Watching cathedral services at home. I think sometimes, I mean, just, it's, I think it's partly because there's not so much traffic and things around, but you, you kind of be more aware of some of the things in the natural world, you kind of hear birdsong and, and things that perhaps you, you wouldn't have heard before. And I think that's somewhere where I felt kind of close to God. Um, yeah. I think one of the things that's helped me uh, to feel close to God in this last week is that um, so much of, of my kind of prayer life is bound up in praying with others. Um, and so I found kind of reassurance in, yes, in the people praying online, but particularly in um, actually being able to say stuff along with other people at home. Um, and especially using, for me, using just the audio, just being able, able to use the Alexa app. Um, uh, the daily prayer has been really good. It's given me a sense of still being in the kind of cloud of witnesses, if you like. Let us pray. God of the resurrection, we thank you for Thomas and the other disciples and for all who have been close to Jesus throughout the years in your church. Give us all open hearts and minds to see you more clearly and help us to stay close to you always. Risen Lord, Hear our prayer. So where did you feel farthest away from God this week? Not being seen with the other Christes and Crofts and not seeing the people socialising anymore. Mm -hmm. That says perhaps something about how you experience God in music. Yeah. And the lack of it yeah. creates the distance. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes when we still find lots of plastic all around the place. Mm. Has that made you feel far away from God? Yeah. Just given kind of things are kind of not being looked after properly. Let us pray. God of the resurrection, we thank you that you always find a way to be with us, breaking through closed doors just as you did on Easter Sunday. Help us to know that just as you were present with your different disciples in their different needs, you will be present with us and with all your children. 
risen Lord, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, help us to know your presence in our joys and sorrows. And when we find it hard to know you are with us, remind us of your promise to bless those who believe but have not seen. This we ask in your precious name. Amen. Let us pray. Risen Christ, for whom no door is locked, no entrance barred, open the doors of our hearts, that we may seek the good of others and walk the joyful road of sacrifice and peace, to the praise of God the Father. Amen. Amen. We join now in praying together with our family in church, with our family across the world, in whichever form or in whichever language we're most comfortable, the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
you for joining us for worship this morning here in Wakefield. We hope that you will make the little paper models of Jesus and have fun surprising each other with them around the home this week. Worshipping together at home has been an unexpected gift for us as a family. There are lots of different resources available for people of all ages to use, like the Church of England's Easter Pilgrim resource. For more information about this and other resources that you could use at home, please visit www.churchofengland.org. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Alleluia, alleluia. alleluia. Where we are.